On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to get a little real. Why most agents will live paycheck to paycheck their entire career. We're going to talk about some of the problems and why we do this as real estate professionals and how we cannot do it anymore. We'll talk about some of the solutions, but here's the thing. I need you to promise me up front you have an open mind and get rid of this, well, I already know all that mentality. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 75 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome. This is, of course, the number one show on planet Earth that starts with massive, and that is a proven scientific fact. Thank you very much. I'm very proud of that. Very, very proud of that. As you as you could imagine, how could I not be proud to have the number one podcast that starts with the word massive, and it's hosted by me? I mean, it's, 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 it's quite the accolade. Anyways, uh, this show is... We're going to talk about stuff that isn't normally talked about, all right? Um, We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about money habits. We're going to talk about stubbornness, closed-mindedness. We're going to talk about the solutions to all of that. We're we're going to talk about how, uh, you know, (laughs) okay, here's my goal. My goal for this episode is to help you be aware of some of the decisions that you've made or haven't made that are hurting you. Okay, that are hurting you financially, mentally, whatever, um, causing you to have this this up and down in your business, causing you to to leave a crap load of money on the table, causing you to need to to work till excuse me need to work till you die um, by not planning ahead and not laying any groundwork for for uh, other income streams. We're going to talk about all this stuff, but more importantly, we're going to talk about the solution to it. But like I said in the intro, I need you to make a commitment. You need to have an open mind going into this episode, all right? How about this? I will allow you to continue listening. Uh, I, <laughs> I will I will allow you to continue listening to this podcast if you'll make the commitment to be open-minded about the concepts we talk about today. What if, because, okay, wrap your head around this. What if your closed-mindedness, even if you don't realize you are, and we all are to a certain extent, I am with certain things, and I know I have been in the past, and they've hurt me. Uh, what if your closed-mindedness was preventing you or keeping you from finding the answer or solution that you've been looking for. Think about that, okay? So today, we're not going to do the closed-minded thing. We're not. We're not going to do the, oh, I already know that thing. Okay, if you really know something, then you would have done it, okay? Otherwise, you've just heard it. You don't really know it. You've heard it. You just didn't do shit. So we're we're not going to do that whole thing today. We're going to be real because my goal here is to help you start moving towards financial independence, financial freedom, and and start and get rid of this. Uh, I don't I don't even know what to call it. This um this need that the vast majority of agents have to continue closing deals until the end of time because they don't have any other way of of having income coming in. Guys, we have as an agent, you can we have big paychecks. Like there's the potential to make a lot of money, but it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. And 
at some point, you've got to start backing away by putting systems in place so that your business operates, even if you're sick, even if you're on vacation, even if you need to take a break, uh, even if you don't want to do it anymore. You, you don't uh, look if you guys. Th- this is just reality, okay? If you are, if the only way that you can make a living, if the only income you have comes from a commission check, that's not. You can make a great living, but really, you don't have a business. You have a job. You just happen to own and control that job, which is a lot better than the alternative. But really though, if you must go out and show homes and take listing presentations and list homes and and drive buyers around in order for income to come in, you have a job. You are self-employed. You do not have a business. So we'll talk about how to get you to where you have a real estate business, not just your own job. If you are new to the show, my name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am I'm a realtor with EXP Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am a national speaker, trainer, and real estate marketing coach. I'm also the host of our brand new Industry Connected show. Guys, go over to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, and please subscribe to Industry Connected. There's some great, great stuff uh, that we're doing on Industry Connected. Uh, you can listen to the podcast everywhere you're listening to this one. Just search Industry Connected and please subscribe. If you've gotten value, please leave a review. But that is our new show that appeals to not just the real estate agent side of the industry, but the mortgage side as well. And it it's just very different. This show is real estate marketing. This show is more for agents. That show is more real estate news, state of the industry. Um, we do talk marketing, of course, but in uh, – just in a different context. So it's a great supplement to this show. Industry Connected, check it out. You can also see it live every Friday afternoon on the Industry Syndicate Facebook page. I am the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate, which is real estate's very first media network and the founder of the Massive Agent Society. Speaking of which, guys, I have something for you today. I have something special for you today. Um, we are... So first off, if you're brand new to the show, the Massive Agent Society, you can go to massiveagentsociety.com. It's uh, it's our coaching program that that basically ta- it allows you to take full control of your lead gen, so that you don't have to rely on Zillow or Realtor.com or a broker or a team or whatever to get leads. If you don't know how to get leads yourself, at some point you will hurt, you will fail at some point. So we we're teaching you how to do that, and you can exclusively claim your market so no one else can join. We give you the proven ads to run. We give you the Facebook ads to run. We teach you how to do it. We teach you all this stuff so that you're not reinventing the wheel. But changes are coming, all right? Uh, There's been a lot of – not a lot. There's been some confusion with what a market is because only one agent per market is is allowed to join. And to make it easier, we are – don't worry. There's a, there's good news after this. If you're not a society member yet, uh, this will affect you. Those of you who are, th- this is fantastic. Uh, we are we will at some point in the very near future be moving to um, to reserving spots by zip code. It's just a lot easier than market because what determines a market is really up to you and the area that you work. It could that could include twelve zip codes, right? And and a lot of our members now have territories that they've claimed that have many zip codes in them. That's fine. But at some point for fairness and for easier tracking, we're going to be going to zip codes in the near future. With that in mind, to help you get off the fence, to get started and claim your true market, not just a zip code, we're giving you until next week, 10% off for, and that's across the board. That could be the monthly, annual, or lifetime memberships. If you're doing a lifetime membership, that's $300 off. 10% 10% off between now, 
right now, Thursday morning, what is this? May, what the hell is this? May 30th? No? Yeah, May 30th and June 6th. So June 6th uh, at 11.59 p.m., this offer expires to get the sale price and to to still get grandfathered in to get whatever market claimed that you'd like, as long as it's reasonable. You're not going to get all of New York City, of course. That's not not reasonable, but you know what I mean. Um, go to MassiveAgentSociety.com and at checkout, use the code ZIP10, zip one zero zip 10 is the discount code. Regardless, if you go monthly, annual or lifetime, you get 10% off forever, whatever it is. Um, there you go. That is, that is my way of helping you to get your ass off the fence, make a decision, incentivize you a little bit to do so. Because I, if you work, let's say you work, uh, let's see, blah, 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 St. George, Utah, there's a few zip codes down in St. George, Utah, but pretty soon you, you know, you're going to have to buy multiple spots if you want to take the whole market. So right now is your chance. I don't know exactly when we're going to start doing zips, but we will very, very soon. Now is your chance. Get 10% off. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. All right. And for you uh, asking about the wise agent drip campaigns, the massive agent drip campaigns, they are available. Um, they are available to to show up in your drip campaigns. If they're not visible, if you used our massive agent promo code with your wise agent CRM, uh, when you get, when you got started or when you, when you did the, the free trial, reach out to wise agent support and be like, Hey, I use the massive agent promo. I understand that the drip campaigns are available. Why can't I see them? You probably can, but that's, that's the deal. They are available. So wise agent is the CRM I use and you can get more info and a 14 day free trial at, at massiveagentpodcast.com slash wise agent. One more time, massiveagentpodcast.com slash wiseagent. And anyone who uses that code and becomes a member of a wise agent, a member, I guess, anyone who uses wiseagent for their CRM, which is what I use, they, um, they will get access to my personal drip campaigns and free of charge. You just have to use that code and that that's how they track and, and know you did so. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about how to create a business instead of just running your own damn job. What do you say? When I got into real estate, I did so for freedom. I did so to run my own, to call my own shots, run my own show, not have anyone telling me what to do. Because basically, I'll be honest, basically I'm unemployable, especially at this point. Like once you've tasted entrepreneurship and, you know, full control, it, you're ruined. Like I can't go back and work at Wells Fargo or whatever the hell. Like I, I can't, I'm unemployable. Um, but entrepreneurship is in my DNA to a certain point and I love it, but not all agents are like that. Okay. I'm not saying you must be like that. A, a lot of agents are so used to being an employee without a negative connotation. I just mean like you're used to going to a job and you have your, your job responsibilities laid out for you and you have a certain, you know, set of things you have to do for the day. You do them and then you go home, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But that when you get into real estate, you, you don't have to do that, Right. You, you can call your own shots, do your own thing. Um, and here's the thing, guys, you may feel like an entrepreneur, uh, and, and you are, as far as like what your schedule looks like throughout the day and what you spend your time doing, you, you're free to do whatever you want if you are a solo agent. But if your income it if you took two months off and you stopped taking phone calls, you stopped responding to leads, you stopped, uh, going on listing presentations and showing homes, what would happen to your income for the vast majority of you guys that if you took two months off, your income would disappear. So that is a problem. Uh, 
that is scary, especially if you're, if you have a family and kids to support. I do. I have two young kids, a beautiful wife, and, and I'm, you know, I'm the, the, I'm the source of income for our family. So I, I take this very, very seriously, guys. Um, and I didn't always. I, I mean, I've been a screw up for most of my life. My friends might argue I still am. And I might not argue back. But I've made all the mistakes, I've, especially with money. But we have to talk about this stuff, okay? We have to know where we're at. We have to know what time it is. If you're a solo agent and you cannot take two or three months off and still have income coming in, you have a job. You're a self-employed person that that basically runs your own job. All right. That's I think that's better than the alternative of working for somebody else. But let's get you to the point where you, you systemize some things so that you can have income that comes in on a regular basis that isn't dependent on you opening doors, listing presentations, you know, showing homes, all that stuff. You guys know what I mean. I believe it was Warren Buffett that said uh, that you will work until you die. In t- unless you can figure out how to make money in your sleep. There are lots of people in the, in our business that have built real estate businesses. A lot of the big teams where, where the team leader has stepped out of production and they no longer produce themselves, but they have others who, who service the clients and a certain percentage goes back to the team, to the business, right? They have a business. They can take two months off. But as solo agents, we can't. Uh, a lot of teams can't even take time off because of how they how they have things set up. So we have to begin with the end in mind. It's also said that the average millionaire has seven streams of income, seven different streams of income for the average millionaire. So if we have one, that's, that doesn't bode well, right? And look, I'm assuming here that we all aspire to a certain level of financial wealth, right? Uh, no, it's not all about money, but money is freaking important. M- money... It's not – look, I aspire to to accumulate a lot of money and especially money that comes in residually that I don't have to work for um, or, or that I did work for once that continues to pay me over time. Like investments do that. Uh, residual income does that, all sorts of stuff. But I want to do that because of what money allows you to do, the lifestyle that it gives you, the the independence, the freedom, the security that it gives you. If you know that every month you have $10,000 or, you know, whatever it is that comes in, whether you roll your ass out of bed or not. Then if you get sick, if one of your kids gets sick, if you want to go on vacation, if, if you get in an accident, like lose a leg or lose an arm or something like shit happens. We all, you know what I'm talking about? But if your income continues to come in when that stuff happens, that's freedom, man. Like that, that's, that's the goal. That's why I got into real estate and, and honestly, closed mindedness was what kept me from putting systems in place for years. I was closed-minded. I I had mentors that did not have the same goals as me. Amazing human beings. I'm still very close with them, but they didn't have the same goals as I did. Um, you know, they just wanted to sell more homes. Like that that was it, which is great. Which is great. Um, but I want you also to think about once you retire, Okay. And whatever retirement means to you, like to me, I don't really see myself ever retiring. I love working. I love building things. I love all of that. I love business. I can't see myself at like age, whatever it is, age 62 or 65, like my birthday comes. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to sit around all day now. 
that's not happening. So whatever retirement means for you, how much are you going to need to retire? And let's talk about it in the here and now. How much do you need right now to cover your bills? How much each month do you need to cover your bills plus a little extra for whatever? Uh, How much is that? Is it 6,000 a month? Is it 10? Is it 15? Whatever it is, you, you have to audit your expenses right now. How much do you need on a, on a monthly basis that if it just, if it just showed up in your account every month, would you be good? Okay. How much, what amount is that, that you would be good to cover all expenses plus a little extra each month? Let's figure out what that is. Is what you're doing right now going to do that? Now, if you're selling homes and you sell a few, a few a month or whatever, uh, that's, that's awesome. But again, what happens if this, this is not doom and gloom guys. This is an honest discussion to help you. So to avoid the disaster, how many people do we know? I, I have friends and family members who have lost a job or had an accident or an illness or something, and it ruined their lives financially because all they had was their earned income. As real estate agents and loan officers, we have earned income, income that we get for closing transactions, which could be great money. So at the beginning, I told you, <clears throat> I told you, you really have to be open-minded, okay, to other things. First, the first thing you need to do, and this is not easy, this, or this, it's simple, but it's not easy. It has not been easy for me. I, I was really good about this in my early 20s. Uh, well, even when I was like 19, 20, when I first started like getting out there and working, I was really good about this. But since I, I've gotten bad, we have to take a certain amount out of our checks, every single closing to put aside for ourselves. Guys, we've heard this. How many times have we heard this in our lives from our parents, from hopefully from a teacher in school, even though they don't know shit about finances, let's be honest. How often have we heard that you have to pay yourself first? We've all heard that, but here's where here's, you know, at the beginning where I said, you don't really know something. You've just heard it. Well, if we're not doing that, we don't know that we've heard it. It sounds like a good idea. It sounds like something I could get behind. I should pay myself first. And then five years goes by that I don't. And and then I have nothing to show for it. How many of you are in that boat? (laughs) Seriously. It's a, it's a problem. This is not just a real estate agent thing. This is an issue that our society, it's, it's rampant in our society. And it all goes back to the lack of financial education that happens during our school years. Like in, I'm not even going to go into the state of education. I'm not going to do that, but you can feel my frustration. We don't talk about money. We don't teach our kids. Well, we do hopefully, right? If you have kids, you're teaching them. But in schools, we don't teach our kids about money. We don't teach them good money habits. So no wonder they go to college and they get bombarded by ads for here's, you know, 0% on this credit card. You know, here, here, kid, here's $10,000 in credit. And then pretty soon they're in credit card debt. Bad habits happen when, when we're not trained properly, when we're not taught. So we all have these, these bad habits, right? We have to start putting money aside every single paycheck. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. And for, if you're in the spot where you're broke and every dollar that comes in, you need to, to help get caught up. I assure you, I understand. I have been there, but if you have, let's say you have a $5,000 check, you need every dollar of it, put aside 50 bucks, 
to take 50 bucks out off of that and put it aside, not just for you and your long-term investment and saving and everything, but what about taxes? We're so bad at tax planning and I'm terrible at it. That's why I have to outsource it. And even still, if they're not telling me what to do, I'm a chimp. Like, I don't know. There's like, what, 75,000 pages of tax code? It's bullshit. It's like no one can know all that. So I hire somebody who knows most of it, right? Or I think has a good handle on all of it. But we have to put aside money for taxes. What I recommend is you create a savings account. And every time a check comes in, every closing, take us just decide on it now. Decide from every check that comes in, I'm going to take 10%, put it in the tax account. I'm going to take another 10%, put it in my personal account. Maybe it's 5%, 5%, maybe it's 2%, 7%, whatever it is. You have to do it and make it automatic and then put the money aside so you don't see it. That's the hard part is if you can see it, then you're like, "Wait, wait a minute, money is leaving my pocket now. I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. Money is leaving my pocket. That's why we don't save. That's why we don't invest is because we want the money now. That's a problem. So I recommend 10% put into savings for uh, for taxes, another 10% put, put in for yourself, okay? And there's lots of things you can do with that money that you put aside, but the importance, the, the key there is just the, the action. Reward yourself for that consistency and that action for doing it. That's the power. If you do it every single closing, wow. Fast forward five years, 10 years. How many... We all plan on being in this business for a long time, right? I I can't imagine we have more than a few people listening that are like, well, I'm going to sell homes for two years and then I'm done. Like maybe, but most of us, this is our career. So we're going to be doing this long-term. If you start with the good habits now, you're going to be good. Another thing that is very, very important, just like with investment, right? If if you're overpaying in fees with investments, that really hurts how much money you're going to have 20, 30 years from now. It kills you. If you guys, if you haven't read the Tony Robbins money book, not his most recent one, but the one just before that, it's, it's so eye opening. It shows the power, the negative power of fees. If you're paying a stockbroker or a mutual fund or, uh, an IR, not an IRA, uh, a 401k, the fees kill you. And once compounded over time, we're, we're talking, you could be, you could have millions less over a 30 year period because of fees. Well, fees over time erode how much money you have. So then why are we overpaying like crazy to our brokerages? Seriously. I said it, look, and I said at the beginning, an open mind is going to be key. So if if at this point your mind is starting to close a little bit because you have your team jersey on, that's unfortunate for you. I'm sorry that you can't get past the fact that maybe there's something better for you financially than where you're currently at. It's funny because especially on, in Facebook groups, all of us were like, my brokerage is the best, right? Well, I've heard, I've seen like 600 brokerages that are supposedly the best. Usually that comes from people that have really only ever been there. They have no perspective on what it's like elsewhere, which is interesting. Again, it's very easy to put the team jersey on. Take the goddamn team jersey off for a minute. We're talking about your money. Okay. Look. The brokerage that you that you choose to work with and align with is a major contributing factor to how much money you will have in the future. Because if you are overpaying, okay, 
if you, you could sell the same amount of homes with brokerage A, you do the same over at brokerage B, but their fees and their commission split or whatever is half of brokerage A, uh, duh. Like if you're going to sell the same amount of homes, you don't need like the brokerage doesn't matter. The brokerage doesn't matter. It's, it's what they provide to you that matters. The name doesn't freaking mean anything. Unless you're, look, I get it. If you're in the luxury market, yes, maybe the brokerage, the brand has some weight. I understand that in the luxury market, the vast majority of us, especially us listening, we're not in the luxury markets. So the the brand doesn't matter. Our clients don't give a shit if our brokerage has a, a hot air balloon or if it's red or blue and orange or red and blue or, or <laughs> freaking brown and yellow. Remember <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Remember Century 21 with the brown and yellow for so long? I, I love I love this Century 21 logo now. I love the new logo. I love the new Coldwell Banker logo. Um I really like it. They got they got their ass handed to them on social media about oh, I hate those logos. They look so much better than the brown and yellow. I mean brown and yellow. Anyways, it's not about the brand for the consumer. They are hiring you. The consumer is hiring you. And honest to God, if you really don't believe that, or if you feel like you need the brand outside of the luxury market, right? If you need the brand in order to have the confidence to go in and and get a deal, you need to do some personal development. (laughs) You need to listen to some Tony Robbins, okay? Because the brand doesn't matter. And it's becoming less and less relevant to the consumer every single day. The brand, the brokerage matters to us as agents, because it's, it's all about what services, what tools are they giving us and how much does it cost us to get that stuff? So there are so many brokerages out there that are overcharging you guys. Look, I chose the brokerage I'm with now I'm with EXP realty. It's not because I like blue and orange. It's look, I'm very strategic. I thought very selfishly about what's in it for me. And then I chose, okay, I, I looked at the other, I looked at Keller Williams, I looked at Remax, I looked at Century, I looked at Coldwell, I looked at some other uh, local boutique firms. And ultimately, I'm like, I'm like, what's in it for me? What has the most financial upside for me based on my goals and what I want to do? And I chose eXp Realty. And I'm super glad I did. But you know what? You know what prevented me from even looking? Close-mindedness. Close-mindedness. It was episode 19 of this show where I first discussed switching. Okay, And look, this is not an EXP show. Just just listen, take your goddamn team jersey off. Mine's off. I'm just discussing uh, you know, how I was able to open my mind, see that, wow, I might be paying a very small amount in uh, per transaction fees, but I'm not getting anything in return. The value I was getting at my old brokerage was less than what I'm getting now tenfold. So you have to choose your brokerage very, very wisely. And honestly, maybe it's not, for a lot of you guys, it's not closed-mindedness that's keeping you at a brokerage that you know sucks. Or maybe it doesn't suck, it's great, but you could get that or better at a different brokerage and it would cost you a lot less. Again, those fees over time matter. Do the math. I mean, just start just start crunching some numbers in your head. It, it gets nuts. It gets nuts. If you're paying an extra 10% per transaction, I'm just using the the Keller Williams to EXP um, r- split, 
because Keller Williams is usually 70-30. EXP is 80-20 until you cap at 16. Keller Williams caps at 18. So an extra 10%, right, is, is what you're paying every single deal. Just look at how many deals you close on average, then multiply that up by the next 10 years. That's a lot of money that would have been in your pocket. So it's not, it's not necessarily closed mindedness that keeps us in less advantageous situations, brokerage wise or, or whatever. It's a fear of making big changes. It's a fear of, or or honestly guys, you, and you heard this on episode 19 for me, it was, it wasn't a fear of change. It was a fear of, well, two things. And I know this in hindsight it was a fear of the unknown. I didn't know because I had never switched brokerages before. And, and to me, it sounded like this big, hairy deal. Like, oh my God, I've got to get new business cards, which EXP pays for. Uh, I got to get new signs, which are like $40 a piece, big whoop. Uh, I've got to you know change all this stuff on my social media. Okay, cool. That took 10 minutes. Uh, oh, I've got to switch my license at the MLS, at the board, at the state. Oh, cool. That, look, that took like seven minutes online. Y- you know what I mean? Like I, it was the fear of the unknown. I didn't realize how easy that stuff was to overcome, but also I didn't want to approach my broker and break up with them. Seriously, I, because my broker has been a mentor to me ever since I first got my license. They were the reason why I got my license. I, be, I got into this industry to be a real estate investor. I wanted to be an investor and flip homes and make $50,000 a month by flipping homes because I saw it on TV, right? I, I watched flip this house. And I wanted to do that. And, and then my broker, who is a, uh, my previous broker, was the president of a local real estate investor association and still is, I believe, a very successful investor. He's like, you need to get your license. So I did. And I joined his brokerage. And it, it happens to be the biggest in the state as far as market share uh, in the state of Utah. And they only took $500 per transaction. And I thought that was good because I was only focused on the cost. Then I started looking at the value and looked elsewhere, um, but I didn't want to break up with him, right? I, I didn't want to make that call and say, look, man, I'm sorry, but I'm leaving. I'm going to eXp Realty. And I know because I've helped some of you guys switch over to eXp as well. And I've heard your stories of you when you've switched your previous brokerages that you don't want to do that either. So here's what holds us back from what we know would be the best financial decisions for ourselves, for our careers, and for our families. Uh, we're closed-minded. So we won't even look at, at other stuff. We just were like, nope, I'm on this team and they're the best, even though evidence shows otherwise, right? Evidence shows otherwise um, for a lot of different reasons. And I'm not talking about any brokerages in particular. I just mean, if you're close-minded, it's because you're like, mine's the best. Well, it's usually not. It's usually not. Uh, then there's the fear of the unknown. You don't know what it's like to switch. You think it's going to be a big pain in the ass and you don't have time and you're busy, right? There's that. And then there's, you know, you, you don't want to break up with your broker. You don't want to leave the people you work with. You don't want to leave the office. You, you want to, you want to keep doing what you're doing. Well, I think, you know, by now, 30 minutes into this episode, that maybe what you're doing now is not the most advantageous thing for you. You work your ass off. You work your ass off, you take great care of your clients, you sell a bunch of homes, or you're about to sell a bunch of homes, but you're paying way more than you need to for what you get in return. Guys, you have to be open-minded to looking at something else. I'm telling you, what's the worst that could happen if you do look at another opportunity? 
What's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, if you're if you're with brokerage A and you're gung ho brokerage A, and you know maybe you bought a franchise or, or most of you don't own your own franchise. Most of you are just like, you know, I just don't want to switch. I like it. I'm happy. You know, blah blah blah. That's cool. What's the worst thing that could happen by looking at something else? You have you now have perspective. If if what you do have now really is the best, then you're going to look at something else, and it's going to even solidify your position that where you're at now is the best. Okay. I, it's interesting. I think people, I think a lot of agents will not look at other opportunities and other brokerages because they know that they're going to like what they see, which means they're, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to make some changes and we hate change, but guess what? I hate change too. I just happen to like money and financial stability and residual income a lot more than I hate change. So I'm willing to deal with the change to get the ridiculous upside of what I'm doing and where I'm at. You guys can too, if you just get past these things. See, I hope this is helpful. I hope having this conversation and just talking openly about the reasons why we do things or don't do things and the stuff we have to think about, especially if we if we plan to build a great financial uh, foundation for our family, and build a true real estate business, we've got to talk about this stuff. And I'm sorry, if what you were, if what you were doing right now was going to lead you to that goal of being, you know, having a million dollars a year or, or $200,000 a year or whatever the hell your goal is, if what you're doing right now is going to get you there, shouldn't it be, shouldn't it be getting you there? But so if it's not going to get you there, you have to make changes anyways, make the right changes. Look, I'm more than happy to talk to you guys on a personal level about these changes, the changes that I've made. Uh, I'm, I'm sharing as much as I can here. I mean, I, I put money aside each month, um, each transaction. I, you know, I, I try to be conscious of my spending. I deal with overspending just like everybody, I think. Um, but I also have systems in place now where I, just by choosing the brokerage I chose, I am now accumulating company stock that, so here's another way. Okay. You can put money aside, just it's savings and invest it wherever my brokerage, because it's a pump uh, EXP realty, because it's a publicly traded brokerage on the NASDAQ, it's publicly traded. So every closing I have, they have a program where I can take 5% of my commission and automatically it's taken off the top and, and it's and I purchase EXP stock at a 20% discount, 20% discount. So already, even if the stock is flat for 10 years, I've made a 20% gain. So that's like an automatic investment plan that, that my brokerage has. I assume other brokerages have that. EXP is not the only uh, public uh, brokerage out there. So if you have something like that, that's a great thing to do. The reason why I am so stoked about it with EXP is because it's such a it's still such a small company compared to the future growth uh, expectations. We're only about 20,000 agents as of today. When I joined, I think there was 8,000, maybe it was 12,000. I I don't remember, but (sighs) Keller has like 150,000 agents. Remax has over a hundred thousand like, and EXP is still domestic. There's we we're open in Canada, but it hasn't grown internationally yet. There's so much ridiculous growth opportunity So that is a stock that I want to own. 
especially if I have if I have ownership in the brokerage I'm with. There's there's another thing, guys. Do you have ownership in what you're building? If you work for Keller or Remax or Realogy or um, any of these others, like you could buy stock, but do they ever give it to you? Is it an agent owned company? Gary Keller owns Keller Williams. You don't. Doesn't matter how many deals you close. Gary Gary Keller owns it. I, I'm not saying that's good or bad. It just is. But I chose to align myself with with a company that gives me ownership. So as I work my ass off, I continue to gain a piece of the company so I have a piece of its future success. That's a big deal to me. Again, building financial stability for the future. Every time I buy stock, every time I'm gifted stock, look, there's six different ways that I'm given company stock, given as a stock award. And I just keep piling it up. Does your brokerage do that? They do not. My brokerage is the only one that does. If that's important to you, you need to look at EXP. Seriously. Okay. There's other, there's other things too. I'm trying to create a business that doesn't rely on me. Um, by introducing some people to the brokerage, showing them all the reasons why I love it. And if it, if that aligns with them and they love it too, now they can come take part. And by, by getting them to do so, I'm incentivized. So I'm building my residual income check over time. Look, you've heard me talk about this on previous shows. Um, I, I do feel now more than ever, now that I've been with this brokerage for just over a year, it's about a year and one month. I feel like for future financial independence, for future wealth, for financial freedom, for uh, building additional revenue streams that don't distract you from what you're already doing. And that's a big thing too. I mean, we should all have multiple revenue streams. How awesome is it when you can have them all in line with what you're already doing? Just by being an agent, you can have other revenue streams that don't rely on you closing transactions. That's powerful. Otherwise, you have to go start another business or go drive for Uber or go you know, do other things that distract you from your real estate business. What I'm talking about doesn't. Check, see if your brokerage has anything like this, okay? Seriously, I, I don't mean that sarcastically. Like, See if you can take advantage of other, um, other means of investment or other things at your current brokerage. Unfortunately, though, because I've done the research, like I told you, I switched brokerages not at a whim. I put some serious thought into it. I did some serious research. I really thought selfishly about what's in it for me and how I can maximize what I get as an agent, which then also gives me tools to help my clients, of course, but that helps me. Uh, think, See what your brokerage does, but guys, if this resonates with you, you, you really need to you just need to be big enough to be like, you know what? He might be right. This guy that I've been listening to his show every week. Um, you know, look, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you must trust me or respect me to a certain level, or maybe you just listen for the comedic effect to hear the, the clown show and to hear the railroad go off the track every week. See that I get, but if you're on the other side and you, you have some level of respect or trust with me, I'm not, this isn't just bullshit blowing smoke. This isn't just Dustin, the, the EXP recruiter. Okay. I, I jumped for this opportunity because I saw what other agents could have too. And I thought, why not? I can help other agents to better themselves, build for the future, help their families, get more tools, save a crap load of money from where they're currently at. 
and that can also benefit me at the same time, hell yes, sign me up for that. How could you not want that? Seriously, that's where I'm at. I I feel like there's no better opportunity out there. Um, You know, we all have to run our own race. We all have to make our own decisions. We all have to do what's best for ourselves and our family. Um, So with that said, whatever you do, you can always start taking money aside, putting it aside, uh, start thinking of how you can have other income coming in. Um, Those are the ways that you can start creating a safety net. Because if God forbid you ever got sick or injured or one of your family members did, or you just want to take a month off and go to Europe, can you? Or is that going to kill your income? These are important talks to have. And uh, and so that though, that is why I've made the decisions I have. Hopefully that can help you guys get a little bit closer to making a, a better decision for yourself and your family as well. More than happy to discuss it on a personal level with you. Shoot me a Facebook message, shoot me an Instagram DM, um, <clears throat> or if you don't even want to talk, if you're just like, all right, all right, Dustin, I'm going to have an open mind for 30 seconds, so you, you better show me something now before my mind closes again. All right, in this 30 seconds, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash exp and click play, and you're going to get the information. That will show you what That will show you what we're all about. That will show you how it works. And you're probably going to have questions. So then hit me up after and let's talk. I would, I invite you this is only, this invitation is only for you guys who are looking for something better. If you're, if you really are genuinely stoked where you're at and you really are in the best possible position for you and your family, fantastic. Like I, I really mean that. That's awesome. If you are now open to, oh, wow, maybe, maybe the grass is greener. Maybe I should look at this other thing. Maybe I should maybe go join Dustin's team so we can work work arm in arm, which I'd freaking love, by the way. I don't care where in the country or where in the world you are. I want to work with you on a like I was doing I was doing um, one on one Zoom calls earlier today with agents that aren't even on my EXP team. I like I just like doing that. I like helping people put things in place to help them sell more homes and ultimately do better for their family. That excites me. And uh and if you want to join that, if you want, well, if you want free, uh, because, because I control the massive agent society, obviously I want my EXP agents to have the best possible tools and resources. So if you've thought about joining the society, save yourself un- even more money and just come join our EXP team and you'll get it for free. Okay. I, I give that to you as my EXP team because I want you to have the tools. I want you to have all the resources that I could possibly provide to win. And that's in my control to do. And that's what I do. So again, massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP, click play. Uh, but guys, if you're, you're, you're going to have questions, I had a crap load of questions. Just reach out. Instagram DM at massive agent, Facebook message, Facebook page message, email, whatever it is, hit me up. But this is not, and this doesn't even have to be about the, about EXP and the brokerage. Like just hit me up. If I can help you to start moving towards systemizing and having other income streams and building a little bit of cushion so that you do have money coming in every month, regardless if you close deals, that excites me that I want to help you do, but you have to take the initiative to reach out. That's on you. You have to take the initiative. All right, guys, if you have not yet go over to um, the Amazon platform, type into the search bar, massive agent minute on desktop, on Amazon desktop, and then enable our flash briefing. You could also say to your Alexa device, 
Alexa, enable the Massive Agent Minute. And it's our daily show, seven days a week, even Saturday and Sunday. It's it's one to th- one to three minutes uh, of an idea, a strategy, a story, uh, something as an extension of this show that I think would be helpful to you as real estate agents or loan officers. Uh, please go enable that. And if you have been listening, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on your Alexa app or even on Amazon desktop. Just again, search Massive Agent Minute, leave us a review. It helps us tremendously. And I will love you for it forever. Again, guys, um, thank you. Thank you for listening with an open mind today. I know it's not always easy, especially when brokerages are discussed, but just like overpaying fees to a, to a 401k or whatever, the same thing works with your brokerage. And here's the thing. And I want, I'm going to leave you with this question. You need to ask yourself, am I aligned with leaders in my company? that are financially incentivized to help see me succeed or are we all competitors? And I know your broker obviously has to help you, but a lot of our brokers compete with us because they service clients too. I have never seen any business model and I'll, I'll end with this. I've never seen any other brokerage out there in our industry that incentivizes me to, it incentivizes me to help you succeed and sell more homes. And not to mention the guy above me, the guy above me, the girl above them, you know, all of that, they are all financially incentivized to help you win. That is a powerful, powerful um, system. That is why eXp is growing organically the way that it is. We're not acquiring brokerages. I have nothing against that, but our growth is organic. And this is why the, the, the synergistic nature of me being incentivized to help you sell more homes is amazing. All you have to do is take some action, reach out, ask your questions. You have my permission to say no. (laughs) I know that sounds ridiculous. Honestly, you can say no to this. Okay. You can say no, and that's totally fine. Just make sure that you know what you're saying no to. That's it. Otherwise you're doing yourself a huge disservice. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, You can get the show notes for this episode and all other episodes over at massiveagentpodcast.com. Make sure you click on our our resources page to get discount links to CRMs, website companies, other service providers that we've talked about and discussed on the show and that we personally use. And then make sure, of course, you are leaving a review or a rating in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else. You know what? Spotify doesn't even have ratings yet. What the hell? But iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this show, uh, please leave us a review or, or a rating, and we will love you for that. That really helps us out and keeps us going. Thank you, guys. Go sell some homes. Take care.